Hello, this is Tim Price with the Worship Leader Toolbox, created to equip today's worship leaders with the tools, knowledge, and strategies to be effective in the local church. As we are going through this global crisis and national quarantine, this pandemic, there are some things that our worship teams are going to need. Many of these attributes are leadership characteristics that we utilize on a regular basis, but we want to be sure to keep going with this as this time goes on. Here are five attributes that uh, your team might need as we are dealing with this crisis. The first one is prayer. We need to pray for our team and let them know that we are praying for them. We need to pray together for the church and for the community. We need to pray for those who are on the front lines and those who are dealing with the virus from a health standpoint. We need to write out our prayers for our team on email or social media. We need to pray for this virus to end swiftly. And we need to pray that God uses this time and that we're available to be used during this time. Lots of times when I hear blog posts and podcasts, in some ways, we sometimes throw in prayer as a token measure that we need to include this because we're talking about church leaders or ministry leaders. But it is true that prayer is the lifeblood of any ministry. John Wesley said, prayer is where the action is. Part of our goal as a leader is to always be praying for our teams and for our people and for the ministry. We need to pray that it's going to be effective. There are some things that will never happen unless we pray. And our teams need us on their behalf to pray for them and their homes and their families. Spend time, especially now that we are probably quarantined at home and have an opportunity to pray for our team. The second one is connection. We need to make sure that we are keeping good ways of connecting with our team. Maybe it's through Facebook groups that were already utilized before this began. Maybe it's through Zoom or Hangout meetings. Maybe it's as simple as texting or email loops. But your team members need to stay connected to you and to each other and to the church. Don't let down our guard in terms of staying connected to our teams. We started a Facebook group for our team a couple of years back. And um, on this Facebook group, much like any other group, there are always comments and um, images and, and little quips that people put on there. And everyone seems to respond and connect in that way. It doesn't all have to be serious and it doesn't all have to pertain to what's going on in the ministry. But it's just a, a lifeline for people to uh, know that we're still we're still connected. Also, through our worship ministry, we, we met on Zoom with our tech team and we've uh, utilized text messages and and other ways for just keeping people in the loop. When I've sent text messages about ministry things that are going on, I've often added in three or four other people in the loop just so they are um, able to see that, but also know that we're all working together to accomplish this. The third need is clarity. As rapid as all this has come upon us in the last three or four weeks, it's difficult to keep some of these things straight. We need to do our best to be clear and concise about the steps we're taking and what the church is doing and what is needed. If you're still meeting at the church building to record services or to broadcast live, now is definitely an important time to make sure all the details are right. We need to know the times, which might have changed by now, 
we need to know the songs and the keys, especially in light of the fact that many groups are only doing Sunday morning and not midweek rehearsals. And we need to make sure that all the uh, details are in place about the who, what, when, where, and why. In our own context, we uh, decided that it was going to need to be 10 people or less. And because of that, the band was already scheduled for a couple months out. And so we've had to pinch hit and uh, talk to everybody. Thankfully, everybody's been really flexible, understands what's going on. And we've limited our group to five band members, three tech people, a preacher, and an assistant. And this has worked well for, for three weeks now. But we need to make sure that we are conveying that to everyone, that we're not uh, getting the wires crossed and having people wonder if they're on or not. I sort of say that here because sometimes that's one of my weak spots is that um, I, in some ways, think, well, it'll probably work out okay, or I wait too long to decide, or maybe even try to keep options open in case something else comes up. But um, in reality, people are going to thank us more and be more appreciative if we can just have clarity around the details. Other places to be clear with our expectations are um, honoring team members' decisions to stay totally quarantined and not to come to the church building. And we want to make sure that we're letting them know that that is okay. And to uh, make sure that our team members know that it's fine to back out if they're feeling at all sick or under the weather in any way. We don't want people to show up out of obligation or duty and um, and put everyone else at risk for catching some kind of health issue. The fourth thing our team needs from us during this crisis moment is vision. We need to keep the mission and the vision in front. We will eventually be meeting in person again. The church is going to continue on, and who knows, the church might even grow. Our systems might have changed. Some of them might even change for the better. Technology in every church ought to be enhanced. What once was a Luxury is now a necessity as we reach out to people through digital means. And um, whether your church has done it in the past, as far as YouTube and Facebook and other live feed methods, now all of a sudden it's changed to where that's the only method that we have. So every church is going to be enhanced in their systems and their abilities to produce digitally. And we'll be stronger because of this. Our church and our worship ministry are called to be faithful. God is still in control, and we need to keep this vision clear for our people, that all of us are together, all of us are serving in this ministry, and whether or not we're furloughed for a couple weeks or we are right in the middle of it, whether we are helping from afar or whether we are um, helping to lead practically on a on a uh, actual uh, service during one of these Sunday mornings, all of us have to continue to rally around the vision that we are serving this church to celebrate and to worship and to give glory to God. One of the awesome things about vision is that it doesn't require money. Eventually it might, but as far as just sharing the vision and keeping it in front, it's totally free. We are able to, with our words and our optimistic attitudes and with our encouraging um, notes to people, continue to put the vision in front. And we are trusting God that it's clear. The last one is, as our teams might be experiencing this crisis, worship leaders need to offer care and compassion. We need to stay alert to the needs of our team and their families. 
it probably goes without saying that we shouldn't really take this lightly or make jokes about this in any way. As time goes on, we are all going to continue to know people who get this virus, and there's a good chance that we're going to know people who die from it. We need to make sure that we are doing our best to find out how our team is doing, where they need prayer, and to have a a dose of compassion on this whole situation. It's really not easy for anyone. So we want to come at things with a great uh, deal of compassion. There are a lot of details that we need to get straight, and there are things we need to tweak each week to uh, keep being effective in this new way of ministry. But now is not necessarily the time to to go crazy trying to um, to you know discipline or to get things in shape on on one sense. We want to have a lot of grace and a lot of care for people as we are walking this road. Of course, we're using these times to allow us to be motivated as a worship ministry, but. Our primary concern is to continue the growth of our team, spiritual growth and growth in connection with the church. From what I've seen, these things have really happened naturally for the most part, especially these first couple weeks. But as it wears on with no real clear end date, these five things are going to really continue to need to grow. Our ministries are going to need prayer. Our people are going to need connection. The programming and the continued aspect of this is going to need clarity and leadership from you. Keep the vision in front. Keep praying that God will place that in the hearts of our people. And keep caring and showing compassion to your team. As we do that, we're going to stay faithful in ministry. And it's going to help us for the long haul. Thank you for joining us on the Worship Leader Toolbox podcast. We invite you to rate this podcast and share it with folks who might find it helpful. And we would love to connect with you if you um, would join us on the Facebook page for Worship Leader Toolbox or visit our website, worshipleadertoolbox.com. We also would like to invite you to join the Worship Leader and Teams Network for discussion and connection. You can find that on Facebook under Worship Leaders and Teams. We hope to see you soon. And again, thank you for your ministry in this kingdom work of leading the church.